Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to Vampire the Masquerade, Twin Cities by Night. Homecoming is our second story arc that takes place in the spring of 2010 and then Twin Cities in Minnesota. Follow the story of Ophelia, a Toreador played by Alex, Jonathan, a Venture played by David, Katow, a Gangrel played by Joaquin, and William, a Venture played by Slavic, as they once again find themselves working together to find out who, or what, is targeting them and those close to them. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. Jonathan, he leaves. You two are there on your own. Scenes on you guys. So we already, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna call uh, David to set up the meeting in the in Medusa. All right, with, cool. with the drug dealer. With Samantha. All right. Yeah. Have you guys uh, remember the name Samantha from anywhere? The male escort told you guys about Max and who. Kind of was he working with Max, up. and he said there was a yeah. chick named Samantha Harper and uh, right. and Little. Did you tell the group that, or did you yeah. keep that between you guys? So I think we did tell them. Okay, cool. So I, you haven't put two and two together yet. Maybe I'm just saying. Yeah, he says that she'll come over there. We're still gonna play that scene out, but Katal, you get her text. You get Ophelia's text as you're like maybe like 30 minutes. We'll we'll cover it later when you get the text. All right. So all right. So you call Dave. He's like, yeah, she can be there like in 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, I think she can do it in twelve. Cool. So see back on you guys right now. Do you guys got anything to discuss or anything before? Or anything? No, I, I, I just want to see what 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 she can provide. Obviously, I don't think we should be dealing with bath salts, especially not out of my establishment. We don't need some motherfuckers cutting their face off. It's bad for business. I mean, yeah, we'll see what she can you know procure for us. Um, I want to know what she's provide what she can provide and how yeah. she's getting it. You know because. Inevitably, I want to know how she's getting in the city or getting it to us and um, work out arrangement on how it can be distributed from this, this location. Uh, William, while you guys are waiting for her to get there, you get an email forwarded from your company email. It's an email that David got. It's from Adam Grimaldi mm-hmm. at millenniumfinancinggroup.com. Uh, it says potential partnership. Uh, would like to uh, talk about future business deals. Would like to see a face-to-face could be set up, or maybe a, a you know a lunch or a dinner to talk about potential expansion for their company, along with yours and to the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. So, let you think about that. Did you catch that name? Yeah, Adam Grimaldi, right? Yeah, yeah. And just one last thing, I, I want to like as far as our business, um, our target audience. What I want to target from this place is I want to target like white collar business guys. So we're looking at like financers and, and business co-heads like, and stuff like that. I want to tap into like the college, not necessarily the college market in this club, but directed towards the college market because I have some contacts within the colleges that I think we could utilize. You're talking to William about that? Yeah. That, that, I mean, so that we have like a, a business plan so that we both are on the same page that, you know, okay. the college guys are going to have like 
they're not going to have a huge disposable income. So, you know, yeah. we're not going to be able to build a lot of business with them, but I want to hit them too, just because it will branch us out. So we'll have a larger footprint, but inside the Medusa, I want to hit the white collar businessmen, you know, uh, lawyers and, and bankers and those kind of guys. So you guys are sitting there uh, as you guys are talking uh, you both see out the picture window that you both have a view, and you see the door open up. Mind you, the uh, it's around, I'd say, around 10 at night now, 11 at night. You see that those four girls left. The club is still, like, roughly at, like, 20, 25 people. You see at the door open up, this chick come walking in. She has gorgeous curves, man. She looks very, like, like not like not like that chicken madman who's, like, super voluptuous, but she's more of, like, an athletic but she's got curves in all the right spots, man. Not so much in the upper body, but like the lower body. She's wearing uh, this very nice like white skirt with like a black top that has like the sleeves cut off and a little V-neck to it. She's got uh, reddish carrot red hair that's kind of curly, a little bit drapes down, uh, has, uh, you know, some light freckles. She uh, is, is dressed to the nines and she's got this designer little purse she keeps underneath there. She seems sprite full and like you know sprite like full of energy she has a a very piercing gray eyes and you see like she walks in she's kind of like she's never been there before and you kind of see she's like looking at the dance floor area sees the people there you see kind of like like she's kind of feeling it out like almost like a slight approval kind of like okay this isn't like like in some nasty strip club or you know what i mean to that extent she uh you see her walking up and she goes and starts talking to carla at the bar Scenes on you guys. Right. I'm going to stand up and open the door to the office. You see Carla looking, like, point to the office, and you see her smile. You see the ch- Samantha smile at her and everything like that and slide, like, a, like a $20 bill to her and turns around and goes walking towards to the office. And she's like, so, uh, are, are you William? She, like, kind of, like, jerks her head a little bit. Take a seat, please. Maybe yeah. a little predatory. A little predatory. Oh, she's, like, looks at you, and she, that, she's like, uh... <laughs> Are you William? I'm not William. I'll, I'll uh, introduce her to William. Oh, and then oh, have okay. her have a seat. Yeah, Samantha, yeah, I presume. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I talked to Dave. He told me that uh, you were uh, uh, looking to have a good time and everything like that. So, uh, well, how, how can I help you guys? What are you looking for? Something like that. This is my business partner, Jonathan. And she kind of looks at up my Open up my jacket as I sit down, and and then remove the gun from the back of my pants <laughs> on the table. Completely forgot about it. She looks a little like, obviously, she's not comfortable with the predatory look going on and everything like that, or the gun that's on the table. But you see, though, she is not like off put. You know what I mean? Like, there's a a surprise, but she's not like a, she's a little taken aback. But then she just kind of regains her composure. And she's like, when I see her that she's taken aback, I'm like, oh. My apologies. I forgot it was there. We had some issues earlier, and I'll open up my drawer and put the gun in the drawer and close it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you work those out. So this is starting to sound more like a business venture than an actual meeting of my services, I guess. Uh, so you would be it- absolutely astutely correct in that assumption. And then you see it's funny. You see her put a purse down, and you see her sit back, and like the whole chirpy vibe goes away, and she's still like, you know, obviously is whatever attractive, but she's not like bubbly. You know what I mean? So she sits back and she like puts her hands together a little bit. She's like, what, what, what kind of business are you talking about? I own this establishment and I'm looking to increase the revenue through here. Okay. And what I'd like to do is, you know, we want to 
target obviously my clientele and provide them additional services than than just a dance floor and and vivations. What what kind of services are you looking for? And I take it it's the kind dealing with the pharmaceutical bent. That would be a correct assumption. All right. So what, 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 how are you talking about distributing these services or how are you going to provide them? I, I don't want my bartenders involved, but perhaps we can have somebody here on a, a regular basis that, you know, could assist us with, with moving the product. What kind of product are you talking about? And by the way, you're not law enforcement, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not this evening, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about what kind of pharmaceuticals you're talking about first before we go down into the details. Um, I'm going to – can I do like a streetwise to see if I know what would be like good for popular among – Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's a, what I want to do. Give me an intelligence and streetwise difficulty six. Three successes. You, you think the drugs for the crowd that you're trying to get would probably be ecstasy, cocaine, obviously – Weed, I guess certain types of strains of weed. Yeah, so that's what you know from right there. So I'll I'll propose those options to her, and then I'm going to directly uh, address the elephant in the room. Be like, and I'd like to know who's pushing the bath salts. She, she's taking a bath because I don't want them here. Well, the first part, yeah, because I don't want bath salts in this scene because obviously that shit is uncool. I I totally understand that. Uh, uh, well, first of all, let's go talk about the first three. I could do the first three. That, that's fine. Second part about the bath salts, you know that's like the hot thing right now, right? I don't know what type of people you're trying to aim for, but I can tell you every major club here in the city, bath salts are going around there right now, especially with the college kids in the summertime and all that stuff. We've noticed. Um, well, then- I want to target primarily the white, and I'm going to let her know what 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 I'm looking to produce in my my yeah. my club. It's going to be the white collar business guys and stuff with high disposable incomes. And we want to to distribute to some of the college people because we definitely can hit some of them from this establishment as well. But if they're going to be doing bath salts, they're not going to be doing bath salts in this establishment. Um, If that's, that's your call. Fine. Listen, let me uh, put together a business plan for you guys. We could talk about percentages, but usually how something like this works as an employee of mine would basically make it their job to be in here during your business hours. They could dress and appear as you would like them to appear. You know, if you want someone to look like a college kid, we can go for someone like that. If you want someone who looks like they are like the white collar workers that you're looking for, we can have someone like that. These people, it could be a guy or a gal, you let me know. They're personable. Uh, they're charismatic. They will get you a profit. We'll talk about percentage cut. We'll do all that as I do a little research on you, if you don't mind. I don't like going into business without knowing who I'm doing business with. And uh, You're not going to find out a lot about me. Well, I'm going to try to find out what I can find out. And the people that I answer to are going to want to look into it a little bit, to be honest, too. So before we start... I can understand this, that. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you want to bypass that, I could bypass that. No one will know, be what, none the wiser. But, yeah, but it's going to cost something for me to uh, kind of... Take care of it on my end. And what what is it going to cost? I'd say maybe like twenty five grand would be good. Go ahead and dig away. Oh, all right, cool. I just thought I would offer it, you know. Uh, but before we do start, there usually is a, a somewhat a, cla- uh, a bit of finder's fee on my part. So I usually charge about five grand to start this. Uh, it's kind of the industry standard right now. Uh, you got to look at it like this, gentlemen. And I know that you're looking at me and you may think that I'm trying to just squeeze money out of you. That's really not the case because in a way we're almost opening a franchise in your establishment. If you look at it like this, 
from a strictly business perspective. We're going to have a representative from me who's going to represent myself and my organization. We're going to provide services and uh, almost like we're, uh, I guess, a vendor in the store. We're going to sell a product where we're going to make a profit, but also you're going to make a profit. And in the end, with that product and the word of mouth may also draw more customers into your business. More drinks are spent. More people start talking about this place. And in the end, we have a, almost a symbi- symbiotic relationship. A symbiotic <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah. We're, we're creating an ecosystem. Yeah, in a way where we'll rely on each other. So, uh, But to start that, though, of course, channels have to be uh, opened up. Money has to be exchanged. Talks have to be done. And that's why this $5,000 comes in, into play. Now, mind you, and who do you work through? I, I, I don't like sharing that. Really, there's no need for that because we'll help you guys meet your needs that you need to be met. And, and, and in the end, you, you'll be happy. You got to look at this $5,000. Like, you don't have to worry about either me taking off. You got to think about the reputation. I'm not worried about the $5,000. Okay. I just want to know who I'm dealing with. And realistically, <laughs> you're just an intermediary, is all that you are. And I acknowledge that you're an intermediary and I want to know who I'm actually dealing business with. Well, maybe one time in the future, depending on how strong a relationship is built, maybe you will come to find that out. But right now, the, the, my partners that I deal with like to be, uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, unseen partners, silent partners. And so I tend to be the face. And like I said, if we have a trust and a relationship build up and we see success, I don't see why not in the future. Maybe uh, further doors will be open for you to, and, and you can deal with some of my silent partners. But I'm sure if you were in my situation, uh, and I take it that you've probably been in the past with uh, how you say I'm not going to find anything on you, you would see, you would you would do the same thing that I'm doing. But she's just sitting there looking at you guys. I'm pretty sure I already know who I'm working with. I just want to hear you say it. At a loss of words, I don't, I, I don't know what you're trying to imply. So I'm gonna look at William. Are you okay with this? Uh, for the time being, it seemed like a shaky relationship, though. Well, what relationship? It, it sounds is- extremely sketchy. Listen, gentlemen, is what it is. The best analogy I can use for this is when you first meet someone, right? You meet a beautiful lady, right? She blows you away. You have a good dinner. Conversation hits off great. You want to take her back to the apartment. Because there's a chemistry there, right? And you know what that leads to, one thing to another. So you take her back to your apartment. You get her naked. She's laying on the bed there, just ready for you. And you want to dive in. But what's that one hesitation that you hear in your voice before you go at it? It's the protection. Maybe you want to orally please her, maybe you don't. And you probably don't when you first meet her because you don't know too much about her. You haven't built that comfort yet. You don't know what she may be carrying. You may want to sleep with her unprotected. But again, while you had a great evening, everything seems great, you probably could see yourself dating her in the long run. You don't want to risk it. But then you compare that relationship six months down the road. You guys have dated a bunch. You've had sex a bunch. You've seen movies, got to know more about each other. And then there comes a point where you think, maybe I could sleep with her unprotected. And you ended up having a wonderful relationship. And next thing you know, you're celebrating your 50th wedding anniversary. We got to look at it like this, gentlemen. I just met you. I'm a little timid right now. Let me loosen up a little bit. Let me get warm. And again, this will feel more comfortable. But let's not make it awkward. Let's not rush it. I think you guys can agree with that, right? Or you want to be where you're at right now. No. You want to be a club owner and you want to be a business owner. She looks at you. Some people can relate to that, sir, and some can't. But I think this gentleman, she mentions to William, can relate to it. So are we at an understanding here then? Sure, club. I want to do the business 
I just want to know who I'm doing business with. Oh. And when you're dealing business with me for now, I understand, but you got to understand precautions have to be taken place. And I'm still warming up to you. He's, Jonathan, I'm warming up to you, Jonathan. Wine and dime me a little bit. Make me feel comfortable. Make me feel safe. And maybe you'll get the information you want. Until then, you see if she takes a purse to chase a car I'll down. I'll look her in the eyes and say, tell us who we're working with. And I'll use mesmerize. Don't Manipulation box. plus leadership difficulty equal to the target's permanent willpower. Which is eight. Yeah, maybe. I'll spend a willpower point for this. And I have that one success. She looks at you and says, Marcus Little is who I work for. Marcus and you see after Little? she says, yeah. Saves us a bit of work. Thank you. See how easy that was? Uh, yeah. yeah. And she's, you see she's like stammering a little bit. And you see she like, seems a little like, uh, like, like, what the fuck did I just say? And she's like, well, um, she just for a second looks at the business card she put on there. And yeah, she I'll sort of smile, like a pluridatory smile, like I just caught her off guard. Yeah. She's like, well, okay. So, well, here's my card. And how this usually works is I'll come back. You, you give me a call in a couple of days when you have the money, the five grand. I'll call you when I'm done. And then... We don't need a couple of days to come up with $5,000. Okay. Well, I'll call you in a couple of days. We'll set up a time for me to get the I money. We'll talk to right you. Uh, I'll call you. And how about... Actually, I'll call you tomorrow. I'll say two days, but from what you guys are telling me, I'm not going to find out a lot. So I'll call you tomorrow. We will meet up and we'll take care of this then. Does it sound good? Right. She gets up and offers her hands towards you guys, like she want, like, but not like a feminine thing, more like a, a shake. She hand. wants me to kiss her fucking hand or shake her hand. No, no, shake her hand. She's not being like a pleasure meeting you. All right, yes, and I think this is the start I'll of a beautiful relationship. She's got her and close. You know what? What kind of shake I'm talking about? Yeah, Roman shake. Yeah. And you see, she kind of like looks at you. Her eye, her eyes get pretty fierce. And you feel like a little bit like she pulls her arm back. And you're like, wow, this bitch is kind of strong, dude. And she like looks at William and she smiles and she looks at you and smiles, but gives you like, you can see her eyes aren't smiling. She's like, I'll give you a call in a couple days and walks off. But yeah, like the way she yanked her arm back, you're like, what the fuck? This bitch has a little like strength to her, man. She, t- she, uh, takes off. So Katow, <laughs> you're taking off in your car. So what are you doing right now? Okay. So I was ordered to, okay. So where would I start? You can do a roll if you want to kind of get an idea. Uh, yep. Can, what would I have to roll? Uh, you can, uh, let's first, well, let's look at your sheet here real quick, all right? Because we do have some options, right? We have that contact that you built up. Remember, you kind of oh, got a yeah, contact. Oh, yeah, Yep. Uh, Streetwise, con- uh, uh, you can contact him. You can, you know, we can, uh, you can do a roll of, like, perception and Streetwise, which you have eight dice when it comes to that. So, well, I only uh, have seven. Only have seven. Only seven. I'll, I'll go with the streetwise thing, and I'll spend a little power point too. Damn, dude! All right, uh, give me difficulty. Let's do it. Difficulty eight. I got one success counting with the will PowerPoint. Yeah. So you're thinking, you're like, well, he's from Northern Minneapolis. You know, he's obviously black. You know, it's like the the black gang bangers uh, usually reside in Northern Minneapolis. There's a couple. There's like one big. I'm, mind you, it's Minneapolis, but there's kind of like one big project there. You know, that's not like where the Somalians are, and you know, like Little's not a Somalian, so you you think that maybe I could start looking there. You do know that one contact that you have who's from up there in that area, maybe he could kind of give you a word too or whatnot, but you kind of know that's where you could kind of start, you know? Okay, so yeah, I guess I'll call up my contact and just be like, oh, okay, so yeah, so what, what's in the, going on in this area? Well, you know, it's like that's where the blacks are at, man, you know? They, they fucking hang out and do their thing and shit. Why, why are you looking into this, man? Do you need something from around there or what? Uh, 
yeah, well, just the, uh, my my uh, associates are looking to do some business around this area. So, I mean, I can get you in touch with someone who are you talking about slinging shit, or are you talking about what are we talking about here? What kind of business? I guess slinging shit would be the best term for that. Yeah, man. I mean, they they're all over the projects there, man. Like, you want to fucking? I can get you. I can get you some, you know, fucking some street dealer and shit. Is that what you want to talk to? No, I'm looking for a bit higher up. I was looking specifically to Marcus Little. Whoa, you're talking about Marcus Little? Like you're just going to walk up and say hi to this guy? Of course uh, not. I just want to know okay. where I can find him. Well, he's at the North Star. That's what, I mean, his hood is the fucking North Star Projects, man. You know, like, and, and so, you know, North Star Projects are like two apartment complexes that are like together. They're pretty much one. And they're like four, each individual are four buildings squared. So there's like two sets of four buildings squared. Does that make sense? You know, uh-huh. in the middle are courtyards yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, kind of, yeah, definitely known uh, as an area not to go in after dark. But again, as uh, Detective Lima said, this isn't fucking Compton and shit. There's not like, you know, drive-bys or shit like that. But there's shootings and stabbings that do happen there. But it's not like a war zone. He's like, listen, dude, I can't I, I can't even fucking, I don't think I could talk to Little, man. I've never even fucking seen Little before, man. But I can get you like fucking probably like the highest level, some like lieutenant of his, man. You know what I mean? It's kind of low level, but maybe you can fucking... That's what you're trying to find, man. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll just I, basically I'm here to like arrange a meeting. So can you give me like an address or something? I can talk to this lieutenant. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's on the corner, and he gives you like the corner of two streets that are like about three blocks away, four blocks away from the North Star Complex. That was great. Thank you for that. Uh, I'll uh, if anything, anything else, I'll be sure to get in contact with you. Thank you. Yeah, man. That would be a good night, man. Thank you. You too. So, all right, you got that information. What are you doing? Okay, so. Your phone rings, Jonathan. All right, go ahead, Katel. I'll go ahead and answer it. Chase, I've got what you're looking for. Oh, you do? Yes, but here's the thing. I don't think you know the difference between working with someone and have some, having someone work for you. What do you mean? That's here's the thing. I don't work for you. You're working with me. So I have this address where you can talk to someone up higher up in little as a... Uh, hierarchy but here's the thing i am not your errand boy i am an associate of yours so please if you would keep that in mind for business sessions where are you at right now well that would be telling and quite frankly i thought we would know in any business association you would never tell you never give away your bargaining chip oh I i want you to look behind you is there anything behind you is there anything behind me yeah you look behind you and you just see like empty street you're parked on the side you're kind of towards the northern end you're actually by your apartment complex but yeah i i I need you to step out of your car for a moment no why because it's going to be a lot harder for you to take a step back inside of your own car and literally fuck your own face (laughs) i'm gonna hang up so the, the the phone hangs up you you got the information you're you're sitting in front of your apartment give me perception alertness roll okay difficulty six I bought. I got seven, ten, one. I got three ones. Oh well, you, it doesn't. It's not a botch if you roll a success. It's yeah, a I botch got if you roll no successes. success. All right. So, so yeah, you don't see anything. Yeah. All right, cool. So you're in front of your apartment complex right now. You kind of see that the door is like. Usually people shut the door, but the door is a little open right now. The front of it. Okay. I guess I'll. Uh, is my dog? Did I bring my dog with me here? No, you don't have your dog with you. No. Okay. I guess I'll. Uh, okay, so I got, I got the evening to myself right now. I'll like uh, head over to the Silver Dollar and just see what's going on with uh, Ophelia and all that stuff because I 
been hearing about a lot about this, but I haven't seen any of this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As you uh, are starting, about to start your car, you, you think you hear your dog start barking. Uh-oh. I, uh, uh, like, roll down the window and, like, listen. You just hear some more. I mean, it's usually not the barking type of dog. Mm, you're more of the silently tearing your throat out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hear a couple more barks. I'll get out of the car and, like, investigate. This is a shady neighborhood. I probably, this is probably done a couple times before. Do I have to roll anything? Uh, no. So, you, are you just going to walk into your apartment complex? No, yeah, I tried to do it like, you know, quietly. Give me a dexterity and stealth difficulty seven. Dexterity and stealth, so that's six dice. Would he get a bonus for for it being his own place? He knows it intimately. All right, six. Uh, okay, with okay with, the, with that advantage, I get one success. You creep <laughs> open the door. You're walking through. The, it's a long hallway. It's on the first floor. That's the floor that you live on. You see the hallways got enough for like five apartments on each end, you know, apartment doors on each end. You start creeping in, you're walking in and you see that like at the end of the hallway, you see like, you see like four figures are standing there talking, huddled together and everything. And you see as, yeah, give me a perception alertness roll. Difficulty six. One success. All right. As you see them talking, you see the figure of star that was the high-end escort that you and ophelia had talked to before and she's uh with this group of four and you see uh another figure talking to her and you realize this is the the rapist guy that you'd been looking for oh okay that's and as you're standing there like what the fuck you see the guy the rapist guy turn around look at you and he's like hey man how's it going Hey. hey hey i heard you've been looking for me man well, I think several people have been looking for you. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I got a court order here, and uh, you know, I was just, you know, just doing some government work. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. And you see behind him, you see two figures come and look, and you see one is a guy who has like glasses on, and he kind of has like a polo shirt, and you and you see another guy. He has like a shaved head, and he has like a tattoo on the side of his head. Looks like it's like a, a tribal kind of kind of like flame tattoo. And you see Star like looking at you, and Give me another perception of this roll, difficulty six. One success again. As you're sitting there looking at him, you start noticing that, wait a second, dude. And you see how they're talking, that they're not trying to really hide the fact that they have extra long canine teeth as they're sitting there looking at you. Even you notice that, like, like Star, this chick you were just talking to the other day is standing there like that, who you knew was mortal then. But now you're starting to realize that these four that are standing there are kindred. And and one of, and the the rapist starts walking towards you with his hand extended. He's like, "Listen, man, I'm not here to do any harm. I just want to talk, find out what you you know, what the deal is and everything." Okay. By this point, then I uh, I think I want to activate protein two. That's the clause, right? All right. And as you sit in there, you feel like like in the back. You feel the the beast like starting to claw in the back of your head. And as your claws start extending, and you're sitting and you find yourself like you're uh, you feel like you don't have a heartbeat, but you feel like your your heart rate as if it would go up when you were mortal. And right about that moment when your car, your claws are about to start popping out, you feel yourself shoved to the side against the wall from behind you. And you look and you see that it's Bugs who's standing there. He doesn't have like glasses on. He's got his hair long. You see he has like a fucking sawed off double barrel shotgun in his hand. And he looks at you and just, this is a moment of connectivity for like, two seconds where he's like run 
and he just you see him go forward and all of a sudden the hallway your ears everything's deafening because he pulls the two triggers on this shotgun in the direction of the four people for a moment your ears are ringing you're you're discombobulated you have no idea what's going on you smell the smell of gun, of of, of gunpowder you feel like the sear of it like as it went off like right next to you you kind of seen in this haze of smoke from the shotgun hit like a, a like a rapid movement between bugs and these four as you turn around to run because you kind of feel a fear within you that you haven't felt before especially since being undead uh you hear like a sick wet like sound of almost like shredded bone cartilage of flesh uh you hear screaming from bugs as you turn around and look as you get to the door you see that he's on his knees and these four are pretty much are ripping apart at him and you see the, the rapist grabs his neck and sinks his fangs into him and as he starts screaming you see him look like you have a moment where there's a connectivity like a of eye contact and you see his mouth he can't really speak but you see him still mouthing the words run and then as you turn around, to run, as right when you turn around to run out, you see like his just body, his form just dissipates to ash while the four that are on top of him are succumbing to the beast and you run out of the apartment complex. Seems on you. What are you doing? I am running back to my car. Screaming. Okay, you jump into the car. Where are you heading to? I can guess. I actually think I'm gonna to go to the Silver Dollar just because, like you know, they t- uh, William and Chase. Okay, they can have, but you know, Piper Bar versus them. I'm going. I'm going to safety. All right. So you're you're roll, you're driving fast. And the way I, I guess like I'm just like you know, just like I'm with one other hand, just like you know, frantically trying to dial numbers. Just like oh, dial these guys. Yeah, you uh you hit the bridge number because I think you figured out how to like speed tell with how much you guys talk. All three of your guys' phones now ring at this moment, and you see that's a bridge call being started by Katow. I'll answer it. Yeah. Guys, this is start. What are you talking about? Slow down, man. The guy we're looking for, he was at my apartment. He turned Star into one of us. They just killed bugs. They just... You hear fast driving in the background as he's like driving. You that gotta impacts. Got to go to the prince. I'm, I'm going to the chef. I'm going to the chef. I'm going to the sheriff. Sure. What did you say about Star? She, 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 she's one of us. She, they turned her. I saw the. I saw the teeth. They turned her. And, then, oh and what? God. She's she attacked you. Oh my god! Oh my god! They 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 they, 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 they tore it. They tore. Are you? Were you driving to the sheriff or? Yeah, I'm driving to are, are you guys cool with them like that, or do you want them to go with you guys? Like safety and numbers is your call. Um, I'm going to tell them that I'm already on my way to the silver dollar. Okay, so I'm going to going to say I've got to go, and I'm going to dial Star's number on my phone straight away. You get voicemail right away. Hey, this is Star. Leave me a message. Uh, I'll get back to you. Beep. I'll say hey. I'll just try and mask my like, you know, surprise. I'll be like, uh, hey, what are you doing tonight? Can you meet up? <laughs> All right, cool beans. Jonathan, how are you reacting to this? I'm going to be contacting Leo. Okay. Next, William, are you sitting there? What are you doing? I'll go to Elysium, somewhere safe where vampires don't get killed. Okay, so scenes on you guys. So you think it's I'm true? staying in my place. Think what's true about what he said? That Bugs is dead. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Why would he lie about that? Yeah. You think it was a bunch of vampires that kill him? I'd have a hard time believing a bunch of mortals did. Oh. 
So I think I'll stay at Elysium for the rest of the evening. I think it's safe. Yeah. Ophelia and Catal are going to the Silver Dollar. William's going to Elysium. Jonathan's mm-hmm. contacting Leo. Let's do the Silver Dollar first. Okay. Ophelia and Catal, you roll up to the Silver Dollar. You actually get there before him, Ophelia, but you see Catal just like, his Toyota Corolla is just like burning on this cheap, yeah. almost balding tires going around the corner. He's not even really like fucking, I take it parking. You know what I mean? To the best of his ability he can. Seems on you guys. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll I'll let you pull and fish. Yeah, go for it. I, I just, just like, okay, get inside, get inside. You see Carlos and Cynthia are are with them. They look confused as fuck. You see Ophelia is obviously shaken. He, you come running up. There's a guy at the door, has the biker cut, no shirt on underneath. You've seen him before, Ophelia, when you're there. He's like looking at you, like he recognizes you. And he's looking at Catal, like, so he like recognizes you, Catal. He's like, what the, what's going on here, guy? And he's just like, what the fuck? Mind you, this is immortal. This isn't. You know, I, I, I just like shove past him. They just get, get out of my way. Where, 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 like, where, where, where are they? And you see, as and I take, are you following him, Ophelia, with the three? You see, yeah, Carl's yeah. like, what the fuck's I'm going on, around, dude? Around Cynthia. And Carl's like, what the fuck's going on here to you, Ophelia? Um, I'll say I don't really know, but uh, we. I brought you guys here to keep you safe. These people can, I think, can protect you. You guys come in and you just see like. There's like about four or five biker dudes playing pool with some like less than stellar chicks that are with them. They kind of just looking like, what the fuck? You see the bartender who's sitting there. He's like, you know, what, what are you looking for, guys? What's going on here? Uh, are like any of, as a sheriff or any deputies, like face a tree that, what, were they there? Yeah, like Ty's downstairs. downstairs. Yeah, Ty is, what, what's going on, man? I need to speak to him. I need to speak to him right now. I need to speak to him right now. Just, I just left Fulcott down, downstairs. He's like, what the fuck? You just, yeah, he's going down. You see, as, Sitting at the car table, you see like Ty sitting there, and he's just like playing like a hand of solitaire, you know, with himself. I've already described. I think I described Ty to all you guys again. He's just sitting there with his, you know, buttoned up navy blue shirt rolled up the sleeves. Has you know some tattoos that were look like they were done in the seventies. Has like the eighty second airborne ring. Just like you can see, like he's just like trying to lose himself in a card game, and then he like looks as you guys come. Tailing it down, he's like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Bugs, he's dead. And you just see like his face, like Ty's face, like goes blank for a second. And he says like almost with a chilling, toneless, like just a cold voice, like, "What did you say?" Bugs is dead. I I was at my apartment. There was a group of uh, kindred there. I I never seen them before. They 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 were were, like they were coming at me. Then Bugs. He was there, and, and then they, they just tore into him. They just tore into him, and, and, and that bugs like bugs is ash. Bugs is, is ash. As you see, you see, like, uh, give me a perception alertness roll, uh, both you guys. Difficulty six. One success. Three successes. You can see, like, the beast is starting to take take him over, and all he just says simply is, "Go upstairs." Okay. Okay. So you guys go upstairs. <laughs> As you walk up the stairs, you just see, hear like destruction and just like commotion coming from down there we'll cut to uh jonathan jonathan uh you're uh everyone's bailed you're sitting there by yourself in your establishment uh you're calling leo i'm gonna call leo is that what you said what anyone's gonna hear from you next i haven't heard from you in a quick minute yeah well it i've been waiting for you to get me in contact with his arms dealer and now is the time i can i got i, I got someone you could speak to we, we could set it up what do, what do you need to talk to him right now what's going on are you okay man you're sounding a little 
lack of a better word, a little tense right now. It's been a bad night. I can set you up to meet. There's two people who could possibly help you out. They're kind of the competitors in the market right now. I'll take, uh, I'll bring one over to introduce. You want to come by your establishment or what? Yeah, that's fine. All right. That sounds good. I'll be there. Uh, can you give me a couple hours, man? Uh, can you make it as soon as possible? Yeah, I'll try to. And um, have him bring some uh, examples of his merchandise. I want some merchandise. Okay, we can do that. And he like hangs up. Hangs I'm going to get up. I'm going to open my office door. And I'll be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> you see like Carlo looks at you see like the 15 people that are there look and they're like, uh, Carlo looks at you like panicked and she's like, uh, and then she gets up and she turns on her charm. She's like, hey, everyone, uh, we're closing, but guess what? Free drinks tomorrow, and you got uh, next time we're open. Well, Unfortunate they don't, emergency. Don't even need to close out their tabs. Get the fuck out. Uh, drinks on the house. Here you go, go. It's just like handing credit cards and shit back to people. People are giving you like strange looks. Like, what the fuck is up with this place? Back to William. William, you're driving in your Beamer. Which Elysium are you going to? Uh, I guess the one where the more important people are. You will find like some of the permagen and everything at the underground usually because that's where like elders and when they I don't want to say hang out because it sounds kind of tacky but they, where they hang out you know what I mean there, there, there's a you know, there's a couple who are at the uh, hang out at the Hawthorne Heights which is the country club so I guess like who who are you looking for there, there's uh, like, Brian probably or Kenneth if I can't right. reach Brian right because uh, well, what William's thinking right now is that this is a Sabbat attack because oh, okay. we have a bunch of random vampires appearing you know fucking shit up and uh, Kenneth probably t- told him uh, about these freaks you know he's a pre 45er so he probably survived the raid you you could drive up to Hawthorne I take how how is your mannerisms are you like in a panic mode are you trying to remain collect and calm like Strap, how would, you know twitchy twitchy all right so you like because, you know uh, i'm i'm not here to fight i'm not a fighter i'm just you know <laughs> you roll up there's a guy standing there and you know you kind of like just you toss your keys at him i take it you know just yeah. he's like what well, well, okay and you walk in there you kind of storming through the area where you know most of the mortals are at and you come into the area where I told you about where there's like a huge view of the Minnesota river, you know, with the tables and people sit at and everything. Yeah. You see uh, Lawrence Miller kind of like, right? yeah. And uh, no, yeah, Lawrence Miller and Elaine Barker, uh, like are standing there as you just like kind of peel by and they're like, what the, like they're in the middle of a conversation. They just see you shoot through towards the conference room area. As you're like about 10 feet away, you see the door open up and you see like Kenneth White standing there, like he's walking out and he's like kind of off put a little bit. And he's like, what are you doing here? Look, there's a bit of an issue. What, what do you talk? Come, come in here. And he looks. At, you, you see him look at the two toy door, and he just kind of <coughs> like, come back in here. And he co- he goes back into the conference area and closes the door. What, what, what's going on? He's like leaning against the table. Look, I know we don't usually see eye to eye, but this is really important. Uh, it's quite possible that Bugs is dead, killed by a pack of vampires. I know you told me about these Sabbat guys, how they appear, they embrace a bunch of people, they do a lot of shit, and I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Fact is, one person from my coterie just saw his sire uh, be ripped apart. I don't know what the fuck's happening. I thought I should let you know. Sit down. I'll be back. And he's like, calm down. Don't worry. Sit here, okay? And he comes out the door. He closes the door. For about, you're sitting there for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, which seems like eternity still in your young mind. Really just a couple seconds probably to someone of Kenneth's age, which he's still not quite sure, you know. You're sitting like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And finally the door opens up and he's like, and you see, 
He's like, in about 20 minutes, the rest of the primogen and I are going to talk to the Senechal. We're going to just wait here a little bit longer, okay? And he closes the door. An hour goes by. And then finally, Kenneth comes and opens the door. And he, like, closes it. He's like, listen, I need you to contact the rest of your quarterly members if you can. And if you could see if they could come here tonight, the sooner the better. Uh, I think it would be the best. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll call them then right away. He's like, all right. And he, and he kind of t- – you see, he takes a seat back, – sits back in the seat, and he's just staring at you with this, like, gaze, like, okay, when are you going to fucking do it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. down on you. Yeah. I'll call all right, so all your guys' phone rings. You guys are upstairs. You're waiting for a fucking Leo to call you back. Yeah. There's- I'll get it. Hello? Hey, it's me. William. I need you all to meet me uh, in, where was the, the, the country club? Hawthorne Heights. Lithium. Yeah, Hawthorne Heights. Yeah, Hawthorne. Is it, I, don't, I don't know if I want to leave here right now. The primogen want to see us now. Right, I'm just not sure if we can make it there without being killed. But, um... I'll see what we can put, do. Put, I'll put her on speaker. All right. He's like, uh, the, uh, your, what's your name again? Um, Ophelia, Ophelia right? Mm-hmm. Listen, Who's this? this? This is Kenneth White's. Oh, hi. Hey, Ken. I, I guess I can say this over the phone. I'm still not used to these devices that you guys go and how you can trust them or how they work. We don't. But I'll try to use discretion here. Your services are going to be needed again. Mm-hmm. I know some of you... Mm, my child here thinks that it might be the boogeyman. I tell you that there is no reason for us quite yet to believe that's the boogeyman. But the boogeyman? we need you. Yeah, we need you guys to look into what's going on. Um, we'll make it worth your while. Usually, we would uh, we would utilize Ty and his group. But for obvious reasons right now, we feel that Ty might not be the most emotionally stable, especially with some issues that are going on that you guys aren't aware of. So we would like to take it upon you guys to see to find out what you can uh, about this group uh, and who they are and get back to us with that. Well, um, look, we could be in danger right now ourselves. We we might be being pursued by this group right now if they follow Kaitao here. Here's a here's a here's a situation. You there's strength in numbers, right? I'm sure you guys have learned that. You guys were able to take care of some annoyance that we had earlier, and you proved your worth. And I, and I don't like to show. I suppose that uh, it was a test in a way, and 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 you guys passed. And again, right. it is on you guys to do your part. I'm not trying to tell you to risk your lives, but you have to understand that I doubt that these people are going to attack you in the open. And what are you going to yeah. do anyways if they decide to attack you tomorrow night, the night after? You understand what I'm saying? Fight them. Yeah, well, we're not asking you to fight them. We're just asking you to find out who these people are if you can, okay? Now, I've gathered that these were people that, mortals that you guys may have been familiar with, which leads me and others who have had experience with these boogeyman type. Uh, and he doesn't use mortal. He uses, like, kind. and You know what I mean? The words, I guess, to yeah. <laughs> He's like, that it's not yeah. them. Those types don't specifically act in that regard, and there's different tactics that they use. So we believe, again, that Ty's not in the right frame of mind, and maybe his methods that he normally would take in situations like this might be not be delicate enough. Am I am I conveying my, my point here well enough for you guys to understand? When you say that they're not, it's not them, who do you mean it's not? Do you mean the Sabat? 
I don't like these things, William. I don't like these things that you guys talk on. You guys could talk amongst each other yeah, in person. Please. And without this magic that these things are or whatever they are, you, you guys can decide. Listen, discretion is the better part of valor in this situation. And I've been given authority by the Seneschal that a boon will be owed to each of you guys if you guys do come out and kind of find out about the situation. And, and so we could put a, a stop to it. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, now, let me remind you all that things are somewhat sensitive now in our society. I, I just ask you guys be aware of that and maybe use tact in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Of course. Hmm. Are you all okay with that? Yeah, it works for me. <clears throat> sure. Like discretion, like quietly dispose of them, right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> just need to und- identify them. Fine. Let's, before we talk about disposal or whatever, Let's find out who they are. I don't like talking on this thing, William. I can't concentrate with what it, you talk to them on that, whatever those devices are. I don't feel comfortable talking on these things. You see, you see on his end, him get up. You know, you've been, you, he looks at William. You could hear him talking like he's still, what's going on right now is you have a vampire. I'm not going to say how old he is or whatever that is not comfortable with the technology of five people talking over a little box. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't feel, and he's being told bad stuff, massacre. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I told you what needs to get done, William. And he just turns around and walks out, dude. I was just, well, you heard the boss, folks. Right. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.